Hello, everybody. We are Ken and Lisa Henderson. We'd like to welcome you to the Faith Works Podcast, and thank you for tuning in. We are going to be looking into the lives of ordinary people, and we'll be examining how faith in God is working in their lives and how it will work in yours. We are very excited to bring you testimonies, release prophetic words, and examine Scripture, which will cause your faith in Jesus Christ to grow. Thanks again for joining our conversation. Welcome to the FaithWorks Podcast. Hey, we're happy to have Krista Elisha here with us today, and we're just going to invite her to tell her story to you. That's amazing, but it tends to be true. What did they say? What their problem was with you? What, what, did they not believe? They, because what we find often, um, this podcast is called Faith Works, and in this podcast, we believe that ordinary people can experience the supernatural. Yes, absolutely. Um, by faith. Mm-hmm. Ordinary people can do the supernatural. Yes, they can have encounters with Jesus. They can. They can. You know, tap into the supernatural realm, um, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper, and cast out demons yes. is what we believe. But when you, be, when you, what I found is when you begin to talk about the supernatural and you start talking about, I had an open vision. I, I just recently had one that involved President Trump um, that I actually talked about on here, uh, recently shared on our podcast, um, and then read an article in Charisma about a word that God gave me about a sh- about the shaking and and then how He was going to be with us though through it and I got some of the most hateful comments you know at the bottom of the page so what what was their gripe or beef with you so the really I so I'm a a Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry alumni I went for first year and it it absolutely changed my life because it taught me my identity in Christ and um, so I, I had quite a wave of cessationist uh, people comments that I was uh, from. I went to the school of Hogwarts witchcraft and wizardry, um, which was just outrageous. And then, um, oh, I have pictures on my private page um, of me with various like ministers that I've got to meet that I've been honored to meet. And Todd White was one of them. Um, and Sean Bowles and uh, Benny Hinn. And so I was lumped into a category of, you know, people, somebody who follows false prophets. Then I had some people tell me that I was a false prophet. I had a lot of people completely misunderstand the, the vision altogether. And then I also had um, a large group of people who uh, are, um, I mean, I believe that we're all from the holiness movement, but people who have been very offended by me having piercings and tattoos and or wearing makeup or fixing my hair as a woman. Um, and that has been really uh, interesting also. But through it all, I have had this incredible opportunity to learn to really lean into God's love and know that what people say, even if they're my brothers and sisters in Christ, what they say doesn't define me. Jesus defines me. And it's so funny because 
what they don't realize is that their hateful comments actually boosted the algorithm on Facebook and on YouTube. So the hate has actually, the Lord has taken it and used it to our advantage by boosting my views. Um, Because whenever somebody comments on a video and then there's a reply and another reply and another reply, it it automatically boosts the, the video being seen by a whole larger scope of audience right yeah so um so what the enemy meant for evil again god turned for good yes so god didn't necessarily stop it we talk about this a lot in faith um faith works he didn't stop it right because you're dealing with free will Mm -hmm. so those people were allowed to speak out against you Mm -hmm. but god turned it and used it and said okay well we'll just take this and just boost it and yeah and then you know it's incredible too because the lord says that you know Every tongue that rises against you, you shall condemn. You'll put to shame. This is the inheritance of the saints. And um, I I have totally uh, been really enjoying that scripture and meditating on that because it has been true. Every curse that has been sent my way has ended up, you know, bang, like boomeranging and becoming a blessing. Um, so... That's just what I stand on. And, you know, aside from that, uh, it was the week uh, after the video went viral. Um, I was still in a very, like, solemn place with the Lord. I was even, like, afraid to eat, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I don't even want to eat if you, you know, don't tell me what to eat because you know what's best for me. And uh, he, I, I went into another vision. And, and in this vision, um, I saw heaven and there was a huge party going on. And I was like looking at it from like an aerial perspective. I mean, there were millions of people and angels and like uh, confetti and it was glorious. These big plumes of multicolored smoke and, and uh, shofars blowing and bells and just people screaming and dancing and laughing. And in heaven, it was happening in waves and it was the most glorious thing I ever I had ever seen. And I was still in a very solemn, like somber state of mind. So it was the exact opposite of what I was feeling in the moment. I said, I'm like, Lord, what's happening here? What's going on? And he said, all of heaven rejoices when even one sinner repents and turns back to wow, God. That's beautiful. And he said, and he said, because of your obedience, honey, millions have repented and wow. turned back to God. And this is what the party looks like. Yes. And I was wrecked. I'm like, oh God, you're so good. Like, oh, you're so good. So even with like the the hate mail and the death threats and the, you know, slander and accusations, I would do it all over again for that. Like it's worth it. So well, it's beautiful and it's obviously touching lives and continuing to because I'm watching as the views just continue to grow and grow yeah. and grow. So, so it's so amazing. Uh, one of the questions Ken had, and, and he's not with us today, but one of the things he wanted me to ask you is that um, is this something new or something, this seeing visions or something you grew up doing, or what is that? Is that something have you always been prophetic? Yeah, so uh, I have always been prophetic, but I I look at it as more of an intimacy gift. So I really believe that my 
mom when she got baptized in the Holy Spirit the week that I was conceived, that um, that I was baptized in the Holy Spirit in the womb. I, I really do. Because from my earliest memories, I have always seen angels. I've always seen demons. I've always known the nature of people's hearts. Um, I have felt or known when things were going to happen. I remember uh, before my little brother, Ben, could even talk, I remember being able to know what he was saying because I know it might sound crazy, but I knew his thoughts. Um, And that's in the Bible. Jesus, you know, he'd stood in front of the crowd and he said, having known their thoughts, you know, so that is... That is part of, you know, the supernatural too that we receive through the Holy Spirit. So I knew people's thoughts. Um, I, my mom, she was always had worship music on. She was always, you know, talking to the Lord and she, she really modeled the, um, the, you know, Jesus walks with me and he talks with me, um, in, in our lives, in our house and when we would take naps, she would put, you know, light instrumental worship music on. And that's what I know is soaking today. Um, but that wasn't a term back, back then. then. That was your nap music. Yeah, that was, we were just going to take a nap, a little siesta, mom would call it. And I would actually, as a child, I would be going to heaven and engaging with angels and swimming backwards at waterfalls and um, prophesying. I There was uh, one account, uh, there was a demon that would come into our bedroom and um, to try to scare me when I was little. And I was actually sleeping in bed with my mom at the time and I would I told her and she's like, oh honey, just roll over and, and ask Jesus to give you sweet dreams. And so I did, and I covered up my little head, and I, I was terrified, just shaking. And um, I begged Jesus to come and to give me good dreams and make the bad man go away. And instead, um, I was taken to the Sea of Galilee, and um, Jesus held my hand, and he and he walked with me on the Sea of Galilee, and he told me all these plans that he had for my life, and. Um, I looked over the horizon. It was like a pastel horizon and there was this Jewish fishing boat and there was these men laughing and they were all Middle Eastern men. And, you know, I'm, I'm four. Like I, I have no idea what a Jewish, you know, fishing boat looks like. I don't even really know what a Jewish person looks like. Um, and cause we're here in little podunk town in Ohio, you know, and, um, I see these men and they're all beautiful, olive skin with dark eyes and curly dark hair. And, um, they don't have regular pants on. They have these tied skirts on and they're pulling up this net and Jesus picks me up off the water and he sits me in the helm of the boat and he kisses me on the forehead and salutes me. And all the men turn and look at me and I tell them to pull in the net and all these beautiful like metallic gold and silver and pink fish like come flapping in the boat. And um, I knew that the Lord was calling me uh, to evangelism. Well, I didn't even know what that meant, you know, and I was instantly back in my body and I woke my mom up and um, she said I was shaking like I had been hit by lightning. And uh, I began to tell her the encounter that I had with Jesus. And there was another time I have this 
crazy birthmark on my shoulder and it, I've always felt like it was God's thumbprint, like, um, which makes sense if you know, the fivefold, uh, fingers, you know, uh, and the thumb is the apostolic finger and I operate in the apostolic. Um, but it's on my shoulder and nobody told me that, but my mom said one time I came out of the bedroom without my shirt on cause I'm running around playing as a toddler. And I looked very serious and I pointed to it and I said, mom, uh, do you know what this means? And she's like, no, honey, what does that mean? You know, just playing. And she said that I put my fist up and with the air of a adult, um, she said that I said, this means that I belong to God and I'm going to tell all the people to follow me to Jesus. Wow. And, um, she said the Holy Spirit just fell in the house heavy and she just weeped and worshiped. And I just ran back in the bedroom playing. So I would get words and knowledge about where my brothers were playing in the Creek and you could never get anything past me. Um, so I believe that, yeah, I, I was always operating in that, but I also had a really incredible mom who, when those things would happen to me, she didn't downplay it and she didn't discredit it. Right. So she didn't squash it. Right. But she encouraged right. it. Um, she listened to the, you know, the word of faith preacher. She followed the, the restoration revival, Um, and the Brownsville revival, I remember being a little girl when that stuff was going on and we would, you know, watch, uh, Kenneth Hagin as crowds were just laid out in in holy laughter. And so I was very blessed to, to grow up with a mom who, when she, when she saw me like operating in the gifts, even if she didn't operate in all the gifts, um, she, nursed it and she nurtured it and she encouraged it and she never squashed my imagination. So I think that's so important. If you're listening, the Bible talks about us coming to him and our faith being like that of a child because a child is so moldable. They're like little sponges too that just receive and can believe anything. Um, That's why if you have a child and you tell them there's a Santa Claus, they believe there's a Santa Claus or an Easter bunny or anything else. Mm -hmm. So why not believe that they can see angels and, you know, if we tell them when they're seeing it, just no, honey, that's not real. Well, they start doubting when yeah. they've probably actually seen an angel because when you're young like that, you're, you're more receptive to see and believe. So it is amazing how she encouraged that and nurtured that and helped you um, grow into the woman of God that you are. Now, there was a period of time, and we're not going to get into that now, but if our listeners are paying attention, they're going to want to join us next week. We're about to step into a time of ministry and prophecy, but come back next week because Krista's going to share with you um, a time that she went away from this prophetic gift that you departed from. So I just want to encourage our listeners to tune in next week because as Krista's going to continue um, her testimony, sharing with you how she departed from her faith for a while and the enemy hijacked her gifts. And for a while, it looked like that she would not meet the destiny that was spoken over her. But as you can hear today, she did. But you're going to want to listen to 
the walk she had to walk and what she had to walk through to get to where she is now. But right now, we want to give her a time. Uh, both of us will begin to just you know release some words over our listeners, um, just as God gives them to us. I'm going to let her flow in that. As you've been listening to us, if you've subscribed, you know that we do that often. We don't like to close without... Um, praying with you or speaking a word of prophecy over you, we're releasing a word of knowledge for healing. So we want to give opportunity for that today as well. Yeah. So I just, um, I keep hearing the name Karen, Kara, Karen, and um, I'm, I'm seeing a woman and I just see that you are so on fire for Jesus. Um, I almost, I see you uh, like you're at the beginning of a a racetrack and you're just jumping back and forth from foot to foot, like just ready to take off and run. And um, every time you feel like the gate is about to open and you're about to run, something happens and and your way gets blocked. And I just feel like uh, the Lord wants you to know that you are in a season of preparation preparation right now. And that um, it's not that he is blocking your way from running the, the great race of faith that he has laid out before you, but it is because it's in this season where he has you um, in his stable, as it were, so that he can groom you and he can feed you and he can care for you and he can train you. Because when he does open up that gate, you are going to run and you are going to run so far and so fast. And and he wants you to have the character to uphold and sustain the call that he has placed on your life. And so if this is, uh, it's a Kara or or a Karen, um, and and you feel like this is witnessing with you, I even see you might have like a a ginger hair, red hair, um, that he, he sees your your desire to run and your excitement to run. And um, he's I even feel like he's going to give you some things to do that are going to be very fulfilling, but you're in a season of preparation right now. So do not uh, try to jump over the fence or to get out of the king's gate um, before it's your time, before you're ready. Um because he has great plans for you. And so I just want to encourage you with that. Amen. That's a good word. Um, I, I'm seeing a, or filling the name Andreas, which is an unusual name, but I'm getting the name Andreas. And I'm seeing you as a little boy, actually, Andreas, with dark hair um, and being very much like what Krista described and being able to see things. And that you really were able to see angels and you were able to see and know things before they happened. And before you moved into your adolescence, something happened that you closed that gift off and you stopped allowing it to flow. And I don't know if it was fear, embarrassment, or someone telling you that that wasn't for today or that wasn't real. I felt like I feel like almost even as I'm speaking that it was um, some type of religious encounter that you had that or experience maybe even a religious person that caused you to just shut that gift down and no longer be 
open to that gift. But I want to encourage you uh, that you were hearing and seeing and that God, the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. So God has not removed that gift from you, but that it's actually still there. And there's things that, that, that you have been doing that you're actually operating in it without even realizing that you're operating in it, but you are operating in the prophetic. Just um, even as I'm speaking, I'm getting like an uncanny ability with money, just knowing where to put your money and what to do with your money as part of this prophetic gift that you're seeing ahead of time, what to do and what not to do. You may even uh, be uh, in the stock market or something. I don't know, but I just sent something with finances. But I feel the Lord right now just saying to open yourself back up to that. There's so much more that He wants to show you and so much more that He wants to speak to you and He wants to use you greatly in this season, uh, Andreas, and he loves you very much. And you were hearing and seeing. Um, it was not something you were making up. You were not imagining it, but God was really speaking through you and to you. And he's just wanting you to open yourself back up and I, just test him and see. The Bible says that we can test the Lord, test and see that He is good and know that He is speaking to you. So you can just ask Him, Lord, if this is you, you know, if this is real, if you're speaking to me right now, just let me fill your presence right now, Lord. Just cover me with your presence. Blanket me with your presence right now. And I believe that He's just going to touch you supernaturally and that door is going to begin to open as you open your heart back to Him. I'm not saying you've closed your heart off to Him. I'm saying that you have not allowed the gifts to operate and he's really wanting to operate through you i'm getting the name becky and becky i feel like you had a traumatic head injury in an accident and it has been causing um frequent migraine headaches uh and pressure specifically on the back lower portion of your head at times but then also um it migrates to the the front of your forehead and behind your eyes And um, I feel like there are days where you literally have laid in bed because these headaches have debilitated you. And um, you, um, the Lord is is calling you out right now because he wants to heal you. And so uh, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just speak to trauma and I command it to loose Becky. Um, I speak to Amen. all of the cells um, and the tissues of her brain and in her, her head and her neck, and I command them to be normal right now in Jesus' name. I speak to the, uh, the electrical currents in the brain, and I command those to be normal right now. And I speak to um, any fluid buildup or pressure behind the eyes or in the forehead, and I command it to be gone. In Jesus' name, I lose resurrection life. I lose healing in Jesus' name over Becky right now. Amen. Um, I also just feel like there are lots of people that are listening right now who you have a strong desire to operate in, in the seer anointing like I do. And um, <clears throat> I feel the Lord uh, just prompting me to invite you to just, if that's you, uh, you want to see him, you want to know him, you want to have encounters with him um, in a very intimate way, just hold your hands out like you're about to receive a gift. And um Yeah. So Father, I just thank you so much that uh, you, Holy Spirit, you are the gift. 
And um, so, Father, according to their faith right now, in Jesus' name, I just release an impartation of the Holy Spirit and of your fire, the fire of your love, of intimacy, but specifically, God, for the seer anointing that I carry, um, the gift of discerning of spirits, the gifts of prophecy, of words of knowledge and words of wisdom, the revelatory gifts, Father, um, that your people might engage with you, that they would see you and that they would know you. And um, I just bless imaginations right now. We just say that uh, their imaginations are pure, they're holy. Yes. And um, I want to encourage you guys that are listening. Some of you have had visions. Um, They've been subtle and they've been pictures that are playing out in your imagination during times of of awareness of his presence, like specifically in worship. But you have discredited those things thinking that they were just your imagination. Well, the Holy Spirit is in you and he created your imagination and your, your spirit, your soul to process his voice. And he loves to speak in your imagination. And so the next time that you're in worship or you're soaking in his presence, be intentional about uh, taking note of the things that you are experiencing as pictures or in that uh, the voice in your subconscious where you speak to, you know, you hear your own self speaking and thinking to yourself because he speaks there also. Um, And I believe that you are going to really begin to... um, nurture that gift even more and grow in it more. And some of you have never had it and you're about to operate in it. Amen. So if you receive that today, just you know, say, I receive and just thank you, Lord, for that. Remember that the, the Lord reveals what he wants to heal. And um, if you received a word of knowledge today, just actually receive that word of knowledge. But before we close, we want to give Krista the opportunity to tell you how you can connect with her. Yeah, so you can connect with me uh, through my social media and my Facebook accounts. It is Krista Elisha, or you can do at Krista Elisha Joy. Uh, My name is spelled like Christ with an A on the end, so C-H-R-I-S-T-A and Elisha, like the prophet, E-L-I-S-A. H-A. Um, so that is one way. You can also connect with me on my YouTube platform, or you can send me an email at arisekingdomministries uh, at gmail.com. So you can also look for my ministry page. It's the Revival Rooms uh, in Oxford, Ohio. That's another way. So That's great. So we encourage you to reach out to her, look her up, watch the video, share the video, invite Jesus to come closer, you come closer to him. And join us next week as we hear about the gap and the things that Krista walked through between the prophetic words over her life and her destiny to where she is today. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we look forward to reconnecting with you next week. God bless you. Lisa and I are excited to tell you that we're developing a new network. It's called CGM Network. That is Cornerstone Global Ministries Network and Cornerstone Global Media, actually. And so it's going to be on different devices such as Apple TV. It'll be on Android TV, Fire TV, Roku, and all your mobile devices. And you can check it out on our website. 
and it's being billed out right now. And as soon as it's out, we'll get in contact with you and let you know that it is coming. Uh, we're also going to have audio channels so we can continue. You can uh, continue to listen to the podcast here or other audio productions. Also, we're looking for content providers who want to be on a network that's going worldwide. There's five regions of the world, and we're going to be in every one of them. So we're going to be spreading the gospel around the world. God bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for listening to the Faith Works Podcast. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to visit us at cornerstonegm.org for books, blogs, movies, and spiritual growth. You can also follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Lisa Henderson, and that's Lisa L-E-S-A, and at Ken Henderson, or you can follow our ministries at My Salt Life Church and at Cornerstone Global M. See you next week.